Good day, Peasters and friends who are always watch our Peast online. Welcome to our series within Matthew called Miracles and more. We're now on talk three. Yes, talk three. Make me follow. Yeah. Last week you heard our talk two, and we spoke about make me believe. Yeah. We learned that faith is an obedience to God over and over again. Yeah. The big message then was. Just say the word. Yeah, that's the big message last week. Today, friends, another exciting and changing principle to hold on. The title is "Make Me Follow." Say it with me. Make me follow, and tell that person beside you, "Make me follow to Jesus." Yeah. Before I give you the introduction to the talk, let me again express. Our sincerest gratitude to those who are unrelentlessly giving their support to our Peast Online. Maraming maraming salamat po sa inyo. You are indeed our partners in spreading the word of God. Without you, generous givers, we cannot reach out there who are in dire need to hear the word of God. In fact, we are now borderless Peast. Why? Because of the technology, we can now reach other people sa anumang party ng mundo who are seeking God's word. And we can only do that because of your generosity in giving. May you continue to do that. Friends, we know we are still in the trying times, but as a good measure on how we trust God, He will provide for all our needs by supporting our online preaching through your giving. Yan. We are praying always, and to those who support our cause, please do so by giving your offerings to the details below. Yan, makikita nyo naman on how to send it. Let God show your generosity by returning the favor to you. Yan, let God show His generosity to you by returning the favor to you through your loved ones. Ibabalik ng Josian, you've got to believe me. Yan, that is how the universe works. Just continue the cycle of generosity, and one day you will be amazed. What you give is what you will receive. What you sow is what you will reap. You've got to believe it. Try God and see the wonders of generosity. Amen. Okay, to move on, let's dive into talk three by expressing our prayer to Nanubina to God's love. You know, this is not just only a prayer or a wish or a petition. We are here claiming that we are indeed the sons and daughters of God. Let us all lift our hands and deep within our hearts proclaiming, Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessing, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I would become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servants. I am God's powerful champion. And because I'm blessed. I'm blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thy word. The word comes to life. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will remain forever. Amen. 
Our reading for today, brothers and sisters, taken from Matthew 8, verses 14 to 22, and it says, When Jesus arrived at Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with high fever. But when Jesus touched her hand, the fever left her. Then she got up and prepared a meal for him. Wow! Amazing! Imagine you are sick right now in your sick bed, friends. Then suddenly as you pray, Jesus appeared and touched you. Oops! It may or it might not happen seeing Jesus personally, but by your faith in spirit, it can be done by God. It can be done by God. It's not all about the standard set by the world that it is really impossible for healing to take place immediately. That's what the world is saying based on their standard. Hindi pwedeng mangyari yun that Jesus will appear into your house. But by the measurement and standard set by God, it is different. We may never know it, how it is done, but one thing sure, what is impossible to us is possible to God. Let me continue. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command. He healed all the sick. This fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, who said, He took our sicknesses and removed our diseases. Yes, a simple command yet created a very powerful impact to those who are sick. Simple command by God and healing will take place. Continue. Then when Jesus saw the crowd around him, he instructed his disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Then one of the teachers of religious law said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Wow! Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Friends, following Jesus is not just a walk in the park. It's not that easy. You have to believe me. It's not just saying, Lord, 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 yes. Alam ko, tinatawag mo ko, Lord, I will follow you. Me, 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 me. I will follow you. It's not that easy. But trust me, it's worth it. Why am I saying this? Because in the next verse, Jesus continued. But when Jesus replied, Foxes are dense to live in, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. Another of his disciples said, Lord, please let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me now. Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. The word of the Lord. Your word. Is it easy, friends? When God calls us, it is a 180 degrees turn when you follow Jesus and obey Him alone. That's for sure. No more, no less. No ifs and buts. Yeah. We have to go all out and we have to go out of our comfort zone. As we have mentioned in our last talk, sabi natin, faith is an obedience to God again and again and again, consistently. It is not enough that you have done your part yesterday. 
kahapon, and automatically, that's it. You're done. Meron ka ng pananampalataya. It's a day-to-day journey of following God. Day-to-day. Faith is like manna. Remember last week, faith is like manna. Why? Because you cannot use that manna for tomorrow. You can only use that manna today. Kasi tomorrow, wala nang visa yun, wala nang lasa yun. You cannot use it anymore the following day. You know, I know of saints who started as a notorious sinners. Marami tayong kilala dyan. But one thing, one person na alam ko, alam nyo na rin kung sino siya, is a go-happy, go-lucky type who fathered a child out of marriage. Meron siyang anak sa labas. No, ayaw niya mag-asawa, ayaw niya magpakasal. And had a lustful habit. Yan. And still with friends as part of their teenage years. Yan yung mga kalukuhan nila nung bata siya. Alam nyo, siyempre kung kayo yung nanay nun, nagdurugo puso mo. Of course, si Santa Monica is praying to God persistently na sabi niya sana mabago yung anak niya. And sure enough, God heard her prayer and He surrendered His life to God. And of course, si Saint Augustine became the most popular saints in our history today. Yan. You know, calling is the key to holiness, especially when you hear the word of God and the voice of God. Yes, when you hear the voice of God, it is a calling, a calling to holiness. But, sabi nga natin eh, not all of us will become saints, hindi lahat tayo, but all are given the opportunity to heed the call of God and follow Him. Lahat po tayo tinatawag ng Diyos. May I ask you a heavy weight question? Napakabigat na tanong. Pwede ko ba kayong tanungin? Have you heard God's calling in your life? Have you heard God's calling in your life? Narinig mo ba na tinatawag ka ng Diyos? Well, this is funny. Maybe some of you are medyo smiling. Some might say, I haven't heard His voice. Much more, He's calling me by name. This is absurd. Nakakatuwa naman yan. No, funny. Hindi ko nga siya marinig. Doon pa tatawagin niya yung pangalan ko. Friends, it is not like in the movie when you watch and heard the voice of God calling Moses in the mountain. You can hear the voice of God through your heart, in your conscience. That's where God will speak to you. Diyan magsasalita ang Diyos, in your heart. Yan, sabi natin. A lot of people got shocked when I asked that. Because for the longest time, para sa kanila, yung mga tao lang na sinasabing, I heard God's call, are the priests, are the nuns, sila yun. No? Yung mga BPO workers, yung mga insurance agents, ordinary employee, ordinary people, programmers, janitors, frontliners. No? Hindi nila nam naririnig yan. Para sa kanila, para sa mga madre lang yan at sa mga pare. You know, but this idea that God calls religious professional is totally foreign in the Bible. Lahat ho tayo tinatawag ng Diyos. God is calling you. Yes, you and me, God is calling us. You've got to believe it. Let me share and bear with me with my story. You know, my story is an open book in the community. I heard the call of God when I was in my mid-thirties, because maybe some of you are wondering, bakit kaya napasok niya sinap sa pagpipreach? You know, when I was in my mid-thirties, 
tinatawag na ako ng Diyos, but I ignored it. At the peak of my career, yes, you heard it right, at the peak of my career in the biggest pharmaceutical company in Southeast Asia and even in the Middle East, everything is falling to its proper places. There's a lot of blessings coming my way, family, career, finances, personal developments. We're doing great. We had everything that we wanted and came in handy. Lahat yan, nandiyan dyan sa akin. No? All my three daughters then are enrolled in an exclusive school. They rode the school bus and all the perks in life. Life is good to us. We go to church on a Sunday, do rosary from time to time. You know what? Until God realizes that He needs me more, than the world has to offer. Mas kailangan ako ng Diyos kesa dito sa mundong ito. I neglected that call. Hindi ko pinansin. Instead, I continued by ways that the world offered. Sarap eh. Sarap ng buhay. No? Ganda ng career. Everything. Lahat ng gustuhin mo nandiyan dyan. You know, being in marketing, we socialize more open. Yun ang trabaho ko eh. My position then. To the point that you cross so many lines because of what the customers demand from you. Yes, no, I cross so many lines para lang ma-entertain ko yung mga customer ko para maging masaya sila because I'm a marketing guy. Do you think God is happy about it? Do you think God is happy about my life? Well, I can say yes. Kasi yun naman ang sinabi niya eh. I will give you life, life in all its fullness, and you have to enjoy life. And... Maybe no, but now I know it's not. God allowed things to happen in the most unexpected ways. God allowed me, me, my wife, to get sick with choriocarcinoma. Choriocarcinoma. It's a cancer that started in the uterus. It was really devastating on our part, in our family. The world stopped revolving on us. Tumigil ang mundo para sa amin. On top of my career, everything was enjoyed. Then suddenly, the sad news. I was so angered to God. But, I want you to remember this. I want you to remember this, friends. When God allows problem to come into your life, alam ko darating at darating or dumating din sa buhay niyo yan, yung mga iba-ibang problema, He will always, always give you choices to make as a solution. Magbibigay siya ng mga solusyon. It's up to you to choose. Very timely during that time, our neighbor invited us to a Light of Jesus community prayer meeting to attend. We are so hesitant then. Huh? It's weird thing. No? Hindi ko nga narinig niya kung ano yung mga ganyan. But as a human Desperate for a solution, I accepted the invite and attended the gathering. Kaya lang, hindi regular. No? As we struggle, we also find refuge in the community. Naiibsan ba yung sakit, yung dalamhati, pag umaaten kami doon? On the side, just to let you know ano ba yung trabaho ko noon, aside from employed in a biggest pharmaceutical company, I also manage a club. Yes, a club. A bar, for Miraculous Disco Club, that my dad left us as a family when they migrated to the United States. Yeah, iniwan sa amin yan, sa pamilya namin, and I was designated by my brothers to handle it. 
you know, it has a model and lewd shows to speak. Yan, maraming perks yung Club Dabe. May mga bold shows, may mga magagandang model. For short, I'm living a double life. I'm living a double life. I have to work from Monday to Friday in our company. We have to attend the prayer meeting on a Saturday. Go to church on a Sunday. Then, on a typical weekday, I go to the club every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to unwind and check the club. Yan. Of course, temptations were there because you are the boss. Ikaw yung boss to ni eh. Pag dumating ka, siyempre, tigil lang lahat. Asikasuhin ka, nandun ka sa VIP room. But that was not the plan of God for me to live a double life. Ma-attend ka ng prayer beating, then suddenly nagmamanage ka ng club. God won't settle for less. You've got to believe me. Mimi is not getting better in her health. She has to double the dose of chemotherapy. Finally, that's my wake-up call. After so many discernment and prayers, we gave up the club. Then surrendered every areas of my life, committing my family to serve God by attending regular prayer meeting. Slowly, things were getting better. After two long years of struggle, God healed Mimi miraculously. We went all in. We went all in. Yes, friends, all in for God and never regretted that moment. Your past do not define your future. Your past do not define your future. That's true. 30 years later, today, my life still belongs to Jesus. That doesn't mean I became perfect. Hindi pa ako perfecto. In fact, 99%, most of that time, I failed God. But what was shocking was that God kept loving me anyway. No matter how many times I took crazy detours and shortcuts, I kept finding my way back towards Jesus. Yes, because I belong, we belong to Jesus. Today, I want to preach the message, go all in. You can't go hop-hop with Jesus. You cannot. Di pwede yun. Na Sunday Christian ka lang or Saturday Peasters ka lang. You got to go all in. Yan. Go all in. Yes, life is a continuous process. God is not yet through with us. Make Jesus your king. Be a follower. Life is a journey. You really have to follow Jesus again and again and again and again in your life. Before I end my part, let me share to you a story. Yan. Maybe some of you have already read this or heard this. No? It's a story, sabi natin, of a tightrope artist. Yan. 200 years ago, a world-class tightrope artist dared to do something never done before. Wala pa nakakagawa niyan. In the Niagara Falls, he stretched a steel cable 1,100 feet. Ganun ang taas. No? From one side to the other. And above the raging waters. Alam nyo naman sa Niagara Falls, raging waters yan. Grabe. No? And walk over it. 
yeah, maglalakad siya doon sa tightrope na yan. No? Thousands of onlookers gathered on the street to watch him do this incredible feat. And over the loudspeakers, the MC asked the question, yan, Friends, if you really believe that high wire their devil can cross to the other side of Niagara Falls, raise your hands. Taas niyo mga kamay niyo kung naniniwala kayo. From here to there, kaya niyang tawirin yan. Walang harness. Mahaba-haba din yan. With thundering shouts, the crowd raised both arms. Lahat sila, yay, yay, Everyone believed. And the deepening cheers continued for a long time. Ang haba, palakpakan, sigawan, excited, everything. Yes, yes, we believe, we believe. Then the MC asked, because you believe that he can cross the Niagara Falls, he's now asking for one volunteer. Salang, one volunteer. Among who is willing to ride on his shoulders while he walks on the tightrope. All of a sudden, every hand went down and people began to laugh. Nagtatawa na na sila. Nobody want to volunteer. Friends, it's so easy to believe in Jesus. You can say, I believe in Jesus. I believe He's great. I believe His love. And I believe He's amazing. Madaling sabihin yan. But are you willing to walk with Him? Following Jesus is like walking on a tightrope. You've got to believe me. You cannot do it hap-hap. You're either in or out. Friends, are you willing to go all in? Are you willing to go all in in your life? You've got to believe me. If yes, you will never regret it. It's worth it. Allow me to lead you into a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, I hear your call in my life many times, Lord. Heal me so that I can serve you. Bless me so that I can be a blessing. Today, I choose to follow you. Make me a follower. Today, I choose to go all in. In your mighty name, Lord God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, to continue, let me call on Brother Godi del Rosario who is our peace builder in Antipolo. Maraming salamat, Brother Nat. Let me give a little background to our Bible story. In the key passage that we read earlier, another healing occurred. Jesus healing Peter's mother-in-law. Pinagaling ni Jesus ang biyanan ni San Pedro. <laughs> Dito daw nagsimula ang galit ni San Pedro kay Jesus. Ito ang dahilan why Peter denied Jesus three times. Joke lang po. But some people have this kind of bad perception on in-laws. One time nagsabi yung anak na lalaki sa kanyang nanay na ang mapapangasawa niya ay hindi raw naniniwala sa langit at impyerno. Sagot ng nanay niya, anak, okay lang yan. Pagkasal na kayo, ipatikim mo sa kanya ang langit at ako naman ang bahala na magpatikin sa kanya ng impyerno. <laughs> hindi naman ganyan lahat ang mga binan. Sa experience ko, hindi naman magkasundo nga ang misis ko at ang nanay ko. Nung nag-OFW ako sa Saudi, 
nakitira muna ang pamilya ko sa mga nanay. At, nang bumalik ako after about six years, nagpatayo kami ng sarili naming bahay. Nang lilipat na kami ng bahay, kinausap ako ng nanay, at ang sabi niya sa akin, baka kung pwede anak, ikaw na lang ang lumipat. <laughs> Ganyan sila magkasundo ng misis ko. Now let's go back to our story. This healing happened in Peter's house in Capernaum. Alam nyo, ang bahay na ito ni San Pedro, ang naging central headquarters ni Jesus sa tatlong taon ng kanyang public ministry. Kung pupunta kayo ngayon sa Israel, may makikita kayo na isang magandang simbahan na nakatayo sa dating lugar ng bahay ni San Pedro. I can relate with the headquarters team. Last September 9, we celebrated our 40th year anniversary. Yes, 40 years na po tayo ang Light of Jesus family. Let's continue to shine the light of Jesus to others. Again, happy 40th year anniversary to all of us. Now, for the first few years of our community's history, Bo's parents' house was the headquarters of the Light of Jesus. At a certain point, almost every night, halos gabi-gabi, andun may prayer meeting, may music practice, may counseling sessions, may teachings, may, may seminars, may birthday parties, outreach programs. Halos araw-araw, they had people coming and going. Wala ng privacy sa bahay nila. And it was very noisy, maingay. And it was also messy. Pero hindi yun ang problema ng nanay ni Brother Bo. Her biggest problem was how to feed an army of hungry people week after week after week. So I can imagine Peter's house. I bet that two women of Peter's life, his wife and his mother-in-law, had the same problem. Can you, can you picture feeding 13 hungry men every day. Palagay ko, walang tigil ang pagluluto sa kusina. Alam nyo, this healing story starts this way. Basahin natin, when Jesus arrived at Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. May mataas na lagnat ang binan ni San Pedro. This healing story appears in Matthew. Mark and Luke, but not once was her name mentioned. Kahit isang beses, hindi binanggit ko anong pangalan ng biyanan ni San Pedro. So, let's call her Mother B o Mama B for biyanan. So, the apostles walked through Mama's B's door with muddy feet. No? Pagod na pagod, ang dumi ng mga paa, gutom na gutom. Only to find out na... Walang handong pagkain dahil may sakit yung nambiyanan ni San Pedro. May mataas na lagnat. So nakakalungkot dahil hindi sila makakain pa. But the greatest doctor of all time, the greatest doctor of the universe was in the house. It said, but when Jesus touched her hand, the fever left her. That should have been the climax of the healing story. But I have a hunch Matthew was spotlighting the thing that happened after. Sabi sa verse 15, Then she got up 
and prepared a meal for him. In most other versions, it says, she rose and began to serve him. My friend, this should be the end result of every healing story, of every answered prayer, of every blessing received. You answer his call and serve him forever. Ito ang dapat na maging resulta ng bawat kwento ng pagpapagaling, ng bawat sinagot na panalangin, ng bawat natanggap na pagpapala. Sinasagot mo ang tawag ng Diyos at naglilingkod sa Kanya magpakailan. Jesus is healer for the sick, provider for the needy, food for the hungry, and freedom for the imprisoned. But more than anything else, Jesus is what? Jesus is Lord. Amen? Years ago, there was this man who came up to Brother Bo at the feast. When he talked to Bo, his body was shaking, nanginginig, nangangatal. And sabi niya, three weeks ago, he received devastating news. Sabi ng, sabi ng doktor niya, he has cancer. And the doctor told him it was caused by his wrong lifestyle. And he admitted he was a heavy drinker, womanizer, a gambler. Name it, he was doing it. Brother Mo prayed over him. And the man sobbed like a baby. Grabe ang iyak. Talagang sumob, sobrang pag-iyak niya nung pinray over siya ni Brother Mo. And Bo told him to give up his entire life to Jesus and to keep going to the feast. And indeed, Bo saw him every week. Every week andun siya umaaten ng feast. And according to him, he also stopped drinking alcohol. He attended a marriage retreat with his wife. He worked on his relationship with his kids, meaning he overhauled his life. Four months later, he woke up to Brother Bo with giddy excitement. Tuwan-tuwa siya, excited siya. He could not contain his joy. Sabi niya kay Brother Bo, Bro, yung latest medical test ko, clear na ako. Wala nang trace of cancer sa katawan ko. It was a miracle. So Bo held his hands and they prayed together. They prayed a prayer of thanksgiving. A few weeks after, Bo still saw him at the feast. Pero unti-unti, nawawala, hindi na siya makita ni Bo. Bo noticed he began to disappear. Once time, na, nasa lubong ni Bo sa hallway. And sabi ng lalaki, he's become very busy with his job. Soon, Bo never saw him again. Hindi na nakita ni Bo umatin sa feast. Until one day, sabi ng misis niya kay Bo, yung husband ko fell back to his old life. Bumalik ulit sa dating gawin, sa dating bisyo, drinking, womanizing. And a few months later, the cancer came back. And then three months later, the man was gone. Namatay na siya. Sayang, brothers and sisters, listen to this. Don't waste a blessing. Don't be content receiving a healing or miracle. 
Huwag kang makontento na pinagaling ka ng Diyos. God wants to give you something more. He wants to give you a call. Every blessing is a call to serve the blesser. Every blessing is a call to serve God. Because God cannot just be the golden cat with its swinging arm. <laughs> Alam niyo yun? That brings more luck into our life or the belly of Buddha that you rub when you want something or anantinganting around your neck to protect you from evil. God is much, much more than that. Ang Diyos ay masigit pa sa lahat ng mga ito. God wants your heart. God wants all of you. When people walk into the feast for the first time, we give them a little nobina to God's love. Yan, makikita nyo rin dyan sa PowerPoint. And we ask them to write seven dreams. May bakanting seven pages po rito para isulat yung mga pangarap nyo sa buhay. Importante po yan. This is so important. So many people are so crushed by life nowadays. At nakalimutan na nila mangarap. Yung iba sa sobrang problema at hira, hirap na dinaranas, ayaw ng mangarap. So which teach them to dream again? Huwag kang tumigil mangarap, kapatid. Sa isang klase, tinanong ng teacher ang mga estudyante kung anong pangarap nila sa buhay, paglaki nila. Sabi ni Ruby, Ma'am, pangarap ko maging isang doktor para makatulong ako sa aking kapwa. Wow, that's great. How about you, eh? Ma'am, pangarap ko maging abogado para makatulong din ako sa aking kapwa. That's also good. How about you, Melchor? Ma'am, gusto ko maging milyonaryo para makatulong din ako sa aking kapwa. Wow, that's also honorable. How about you, Juan? Sabi ni Juan, Ma'am, gusto ko pong maging kapwa. I've noticed that the usual dreams that they write in the Dubina are, I want a new job, and I want a new car, and I want a new house, or I want a new boyfriend. But little by little, as years go by, I notice a change of dreams for some people. Nag-iiba yung mga isinusulat ng iba. I'm sure you notice too. No, no, you notice it too within you. You notice that your dreams change. Now, instead of wanting God to fulfill your dreams, you want to fulfill His dreams. Your dreams and God's dreams become one. Instead of praying, Lord, make my dreams come true, you pray, Lord, make your dreams come true through me. Instead of praying, Lord, how can I become rich? You pray, how can I make others rich? To continue our talk, let's all welcome Brother Woody Kiros of District Rizal. Thank you, Brother Godi. So let us continue with the story after Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law or si Mama B. So what Jesus did was conduct a night prayer rally. And, and that evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. So he cast out the evil spirits with a simple command and he healed all the sick. This fulfilled the word 
of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah who said, He took our sickness and removed our diseases. Brothers and sisters, I believe that God has not changed. The same Jesus who healed people 2,000 years ago is the same Jesus who has been healing people today. You know, we get excited when we, when we witness a healing, all the more when, when God answers our prayers or our dreams or aspirations. Well, that is a great place to start our spiritual journey. Because after all, suffering and subsequent healing is God's megaphone to catch our attention. That is why for many people, God is like SM. Why SM? Ano ba yung motto ng SM? We've got it all for you. At ang ating Panginoon, He's got it all. No? You need something? Go to God. But that is just the start, brothers and sisters. You should not stop there. No? Umaga parang sa isang runner sa isang marathon, who crosses or steps in the starting line and suddenly he, he jumps up and down and say, I have won! I have won! Well, it sounds weird and probably the guy beside him will be telling him, What do you mean you won? Andito pa lang tayo sa starting point, sa starting line. Hindi pa nga tayo tumatakbo. No? So, what does the finish line look like? Well, Matthew described it with two guys who wanted to follow Jesus. The would-be disciple number one was like this. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he instructed his apostles or disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Then one of the teachers of religious law said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. So makita natin, brothers and sisters, sinabi, teachers of religious law. So kung present day yan, he could be a priest, a pastor, or a preacher. And the guy was saying, Jesus, gusto kong sumama sa'yo. Gusto kong maging isang disciple mo. And probably, he, was, he saw the crowd, the huge crowds in this healing rally with Jesus, and he was, he was impressed because it looked glamorous. No? But I believe that the, the guy had a wrong motive for wanting to be a disciple. He wanted to ride on the popularity of Jesus. And perhaps he was wondering, pag sumama ba ako dito, magagawa ko rin ba itong mga miracles na to at saka pagpagaling sa mga may sakit? And I can, can I attract a big crowd such as this? But Jesus painted a brutal picture. So we go to discipleship question number one. Can you let go of attachments to material things. In verse 20, Jesus said, Foxes have dens to live in, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. Notice that he did not say something positive. Kumbaga, sabi niya sana, Oh, congratulations, sumama ka sa akin. Hindi ka nagkamali nang naging maging disciple ka. No? Because you will have an enjoyable time with me. Hindi ka magugutom dito dahil I can multiply bread. Hindi ka maubusan ng wine because I can transform water into wine. And you will have the best health insurance coverage that no money can buy. Why? Hello, I am the great healer. Alam mo ba yan? No? 
But instead of the benefits, Jesus talked about the burdens. Para sinasabi niya, sigurado ko ba na gusto mong sumama sa akin? No? Do you think that uh, it's all about excitement here in our healings and miracles? It will be difficult for you. No? I do not belong anywhere in this world. And if you follow me, you would also be doing that. No? Nakikita mo itong crowd na to? Masaya, di ba? Nakasmile, masayahin sila. No? But one day, some of, this, some of these people here, they will be shouting, Crucify Him! Crucify Him! So if you want to follow Jesus, you will not feel at home anywhere in this world. Because God is your only home. The would-be disciple number two. And this was what the guy said. Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me now. Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. You know, the first time that I read this, I felt that Jesus was very rude. No? Kumbaga, kung ikaw ba naman sasabihin mo na namatay yung tatay mo at gusto mong ilibing, sasabihin mo ba ito? Malamang sabihin mo, ay, condolence ha. Sige, umuwi ka na. Ilibing mo na yung daddy mo. But going deeper into this verse, I learned that this guy was using an idiom or an idiomatic expression. Sa totoo lang, hindi papatay yung tatay ng taong yun. No? His father was alive and well, he was not sick at all. What this guy was saying was, Jesus, my father still needs me at home and I cannot leave him. But when he finally dies, probably 10 or 20 years from now, then I will follow you. But even if this was not the case, baka sabihin niyo, but bro, hindi ba ang tinuro sa atin na we should love our family? So bakit sabihin ng, ng nating Panginoon na leave your parents? No? Remember, brothers and sisters, that Jesus was a Jewish teacher. And ancient Jewish teachers will always have this special tool in their toolbox called hyperbole. No? Sa preaching toolbox nila, meron silang what we call hyperbole. Anong ibig sabihin nito? Yung pag exage ng isang bagay. No? So Jesus will exaggerate a certain thing, a certain situation to emphasize his point. Dahil pag hindi mo ginawa yun, hindi papansinin ng mga nakapaligid sa kanya. So, kailangan mo i-sensationalize yung sinasabi mo. Well, Jesus was not being anti-family. Sa totoo, mahal lang ating Panginoon ang mga pamilya. At makikita natin po ito sa, sa buong Bible. When you read through that, you will see all examples of how Jesus loves the family. So, what was Jesus really saying? So, we go to discipleship question number two. Can you let go of your attachments to persons? Brothers and sisters, tanong ko sa inyo, meron na bang instance sa, inyong, sa inyo no? in the past that an attachment to a person prevented you from following Jesus? No? I'll say that again. Has an attachment to a person prevented you from following Jesus? Sa totoo lang, marami na mga insistas ako narinig na good people who allowed a wrong set of friends to pull them away from God. No? 
because their identity was wrapped around the approval of their barcada. You know, I was almost a victim of this kind of situation because when I joined the community in 1995, I was working with a division that had regular drinking sessions. Normally, we have one or two drinking sessions a week. And this happens when we go on overtime. At ang boss kasi namin, mahilig talagang uminom. No? At pag nag-overtime kami at naabutan kami na paglabas niya at nakita kami, wala na yan. Sabi, o, tigil na yan lahat. Alis na tayo. Let's have dinner. No? And when you say, let's have dinner, hindi pwede na walang kasamang inuman yon. And sana man lang maaga matapos. Hindi. These sessions would last till past midnight. And problema ko, ginagawa yun sa Makati. Dito ako sa Antipolo, nakatira, wala pa akong sasakyan. So, mahirap, no? But kailangan ka sumama. Makisama ka, kumbaga. But since I was already in community, it was but proper that I avoid these drinking sessions. Kaya lang natatakot ako dahil baka pag tinigil ko yun, baka maapektuhan yung relasyon ko sa aking boss and possibly affect my performance appraisal. So it was a struggle for me, but after praying and discerning, I followed the calling of the community and I eventually stopped joining them in the drinking sessions. So my fears were proved wrong. No? Kumbaga, wala naman nangyari no? na maapektuhan yung aking performance and in fact, my boss respected me for my conviction no? of serving the Lord. So I got my promotion, I got my salary increase that I had hoped for. Bottom line, brothers and sisters, is this is what this means. No? When you say yes to one, you're saying no to many. So let God be your only real attachment. If you will note in this Bible verse, it does not record the response from these two would-be disciples. So we are only left with the question which Jesus intends for us as well. Para, siyang, para tayong tinatanong, are you ready to take the path which the Lord Jesus offers? His grace is sufficient and His love is strong. So there is nothing greater that we can do with our lives than to place them at the service of the Lord and the Master of the universe. Brothers and sisters, we cannot outmatch God in His generosity. And Jesus promises us that those who are willing to part with what is most dear to them for His sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. And our Lord Jesus offers us a kingdom of lasting peace, unending joy, surpassing love, enduring friendship, and abundant life. So is there anything holding you back from pursuing the Lord and His will for your life? When you follow Jesus, you are saying yes to God and saying no to all attachments, you know, both to things and persons that in your heart may be more important than God Himself. In closing, let me go back to our earlier story about the tightrope artist. No? Sinabi natin kanina that no one wanted to volunteer to cross with him to Niagara Falls. Actually, one did. 
it was an eight-year-old girl who raised her hand and very quickly they brought her to the tightrope artist, lifted her up on his shoulders, and the high-wire acrobat walked the steel cable and crossed the Niagara Falls. And during this entire time, this brave young girl was smiling. Grabe, walang takot. No? Nakangiti siya habang nagkocross. No? So after they arrived on the other side, the MC ran to interview her and asked, Little girl, why did you volunteer? Were you not afraid? Well, she was smiling. No? Nakasmile siya at tinuro niya yung tightrope artist at sinabi, He's my dad. He's my dad. You know, brothers and sisters, it's easy to say, I believe in God. And God is amazing. Or, praise the Lord. But will you walk on the tightrope with Jesus? I'll say that again. Will you walk on the tightrope with Jesus? Will you go all in? No? Itaya mo buo para sa ating Panginoon. Will you trust Him completely? Will you? I'd like to close this, brothers and sisters, with a prayer from St. Ignatius Loyola. And this is how he committed himself to our Lord. Join me in this prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Take, O Lord, and receive my entire liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my whole will. All that I am and all that I possess, you have given me. I surrender it all to you to be disposed of according to your will. Give me only your love and your grace. With this, I will be rich enough and will desire nothing more. Yes, brothers and sisters, let this be our prayer as well, that when God calls us, we will say, Yes, Lord, we will follow you. And we give everything that we have to you. We commit ourselves to you. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us in the Feast at Home. And I invite you to be here again next week as we go to another exciting talk in our series, Miracles and More. Thank you for joining us in the Feast at Home Rizal District today. Napakaganda ng ating talk, ano? And I'm sure you were blessed and you were nourished by God's message for you today. Ayan. And may His love and His mercy guide you as you follow Him and say yes to Him every day of your life. Amen? Amen. And just a few reminders before we end our session for today. We warmly invite you to join any of our light groups no? our, or our family ministries. Marami yan. We have, unang-una, 
yung gig o yung gorgeous in gray for our senior citizens. And nandiyan din yung couples ministry for married couples and couples living as a family. The singles ministry for our young professionals. The youth ministry for our teens and young adults. And nandiyan din, hindi pa uhuli yung ating mga uh, teeny, weeny, cutie na mga anak. Ano? Saan yun yung kids ministry natin? Uh, we show our uh, weekly Awesome Kids Ministry videos every Sunday, 10 a.m. here on our Facebook and YouTube pages. So please gather your kids around and watch Teacher Monica and her friends as they teach about the gospel in a super fun and exciting way. And if you're interested in joining, syempre, no, let us know. Pagpaalam nyo lang po sa amin, sulat nyo dyan sa comment section, and we will reach out to you. We will have our ministry heads reach out to you as well. Ayan. And lastly, ito po, importanteng-importante dahil kung hindi po sa mga taong ito, eh, ang hirap po talaga nating ipagpatuloy yung ating weekly service. Thank you so much to our generous feasters who continue to share your tithes and love offerings. Your financial support enables us to hold our weekly sessions, our weekly service, and of course, support the different works of our ministries. And if you want to continue to share more of your blessings, watch out for the details that will be flashed at the end of this video. Once again, thank you so much. Mula po sa kaibuturan ng aming mga puso, maraming salamat po sa inyong suporta. And please join us again next Sunday for the continuation of our talk series here at Feast at Home Rizal District. Be blessed.